Sipping on a juice box sitting on the couch. That's the intro right there, Daddy. <laughs> well, episode episode. What is this? Episode twenty seven. Episode twenty seven. Good job. We did it. Yeah, if you're still here, can you stop putting your my ju- your juice box on my laptop, please? <laughs> it's a flat surface, yeah, bro. <laughs> There's a table right beside you, please. God, no respect for my property. Clients, 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 clients. If you're a freelancer, you work with clients. They give you money. You deliver them the product, whether it be video, photo, and uh, that's how you get paid. In the last episode, we were talking about um, like kind of like a little tiny horror story. Well, not horror stories, but just like past negative experiences with clients. And you're saying that you had to fire a past client. Have Mm -hmm. you ever had an invoice go out that hasn't been paid? I I forget if we if we chatted through that. No, we never mentioned that. Thankfully, no, I've never had not had a invoice paid. But there were times where like I was getting several people involved trying to get paid. People like from the client like ghosting me. Um, so, getting so there was like many scares, if you will. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> many because I was mad broke when they were happening, and I was like, "Whoa, rent is due." I, you've passed your sixty days that were in my contract. Mm-hmm. We're gonna touch on that a little bit later. The importance of contracts, but yeah, I definitely have had scares, and I have had to fire a client, which is an uh, not a good feeling. You think it's empowering? Mm-hmm. It's not. It sucks. I. Yeah, I've been through I've been through the ringer a couple times with that kind of shit, and like, it's always when it, you never expect it. Like the one time that in my head sticks out is like actually, I just remembered another time that that it happened. But like, I was I went to work for an agency, um, and I liked the vibe. So they're like, "Hey, can you come back for one more week of in-house editing?" And I'm like, "Oh, cool, amazing! Another week of work." Didn't see. To both weeks of pay. <laughs> Wait, you so you still have it? Still, uh, yeah, this, this, this was years ago. Bro, I remember you talking about it. This is like 2015. No, 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 this is a different time. So when, I, when we were living together, I worked at a place like full time. And the last like, what? That the place was just sketchy. But I was getting like month invoices. Like I would, they were just so, so far behind. Um, so when it came time to pay, they would pay pay me for like last month's pay or like two months prior. So I was basically at the end working on good faith, and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, that's awful. They're so sketchy. Um, always would be late. Always would be working late. Um, so it was a really shitty relationship. And then and then when I left, they just didn't pay me. Uh, so there was like a, a couple of weeks that definitely never got paid but this was a separate time in liberty village too which even so how early was this in your freelancing career um if you were to say year one year two what, what year was it i i would say like maybe year two because i feel like i had i had legs like this was my first time like sitting in sitting in a chair from like coming in to take a role at an agency standpoint so like i kind of knew the mm. what what to expect and like what happened but like 
I just wish there were more things like off the top that you could see and be like, no, that client, I know something fucked is going to happen with this client. Mm -hmm. There's some red flags there. The reason why I ask about what year you were in in your freelance career, 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 it's been a long day, is because I find that, I'm speaking from experience, that when you're first starting out in your freelance career, you feel like you are indebted to the client because they have given you work and you're so fresh and you're so eager. You want to deliver at the best caliber you can possibly deliver and you just wait for them and you kind of play by their rules because you're so fresh and you haven't had to deal with so many different clients. And that's when honestly, most of the nightmares happen. Like the worst clients that I've had to encounter were within my first even three years of freelancing, whether one was a wedding, one was a music video and the other one was just (laughs) stupid headshots, just dumb headshots. And it can happen with anything, anything, but everything that you're saying is so correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I wish we had people in our circle, even creatives in our circle. When we were freelancing, we had nobody that were doing the things that we were doing. Mm -hmm. There were, we didn't have creative friends. Well, we did, but they weren't freelancing. So we were kind of just experiencing it firsthand with no one to bounce ideas off. And we were out on the exact same timeline. So I'd be like, yes, that's what... What do I do here? And you're like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's just like you just kind of trust everybody. Like that's the default, and that mm. actually shouldn't be the default. And that's why contracts come into play because, yes. yeah, during those first years, I was just like, oh yeah, this is a, this is an agency. If of course they're gonna pay of course, me. Of course, they're reputable. Right? They're, they worked with LG. Yeah. They must. They must pay. Yeah. You know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I didn't sign a contract, they're like, you didn't work for us. You didn't. No, you didn't. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Verbal agreement. No, they did not. I get everything in writing. You have to. You have to. Even if it's only for a few hundred dollars, you need to make sure that you cover yourself at all times because of moments like that. You don't want to be chasing down payment. The best part is, sorry to cut you off. The best yeah. part is, is like I wasn't even doing shitty work because now that I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, that makes sense if I like really blew the project. Mm-hmm. No, I no. wish that that was the case. I did have another shitty experience with like that animation project from like way back when mm-hmm. that just dragged on for so long. And that is somebody who that I kind of came the closest to being like I, I fired them after the project because the project mm-hmm. went on for so, so long. Um, revisions just dragged out. Approvals got dragged out. And then. I just made the decision. I'm like, okay, I will finish this project because this is what I agreed to. And I will never work with you again. Mm. Um, but it kind of, it's kind of works in your favor because like they did email me a few times after that. It was like, Hey, like, are you available to do some work? And I'm like, no, no, because <laughs> like I technically, in my, like I never verbally said it to them. And like, I don't know, it's more, this is more of a question to you. Like, mm-hmm. do you, should you say, should you say that stuff to, to clients or should you just like be like, no, um, I'm not available for work because also I don't want to pass your name on, you know, right. Depending, depending on what the project is. But well, we talk about this a lot that if you can't, if you don't have the bandwidth to take on like a gig, you end up playing the producer role. So you either refer your friends or you put a team mm-hmm. together and you just take a small little portion. Mm-hmm. That's something that a lot of people miss out on and you can make money that way. However, 
if they're an awful client, I won't even offer that service. I would just tell mm-hmm. them straight up that I don't have the availability to do it. The industry is quite small. It's huge, it's massive, but it's quite small at the same time that like if once the people know that you're sought after and you appear to be busy, mm-hmm. you look like you become a little bit more important. And I know that sounds kind of fraudulent, but it, it's true. It's all about optics in this. It's the same, no different than when you, say I'm a video photographer for 10 years, yeah. right? I show up to a shoot with a fucking Canon 5D Mark One with uh, a 24 to 70 lens from like 08. Even though I've been 10 years and I know my products are going to be so sick, my photos are going to be so dope, Mm -hmm. some kid's going to walk in with a Mark IV or probably a Sony. (laughs) Probably a fucking Sony. Like a mirrorless. Yeah, a mirrorless. USR now. Yeah, it's it's something crazy like that with a beautiful backpack fucking nice straps leather straps to carry it and they're going to look so much better than me because it's all optics they just walked in like that it's no difference that once you make yourself sound more busy and sought after people kind of have that regard for you that respect i'm not saying that's what you need to do but yeah i'm i'm the kind of person to not just i would never be like no you're a shitty client I don't want to work with you because yeah, you don't yeah. need to well, burn. You a br- would say that, but, but you yeah. don't need to burn a bridge that doesn't need to be burned. True, 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 true. You and don't. that's that's more of the the lesson, I guess, is what I'm asking. Right. Because th- I guess they can come to terms with that on the because if it's like this kid keeps saying no every time we ask him to do something, they're eventually gonna stop asking. But mm-hmm. you don't want to burn that bridge just in case something cool comes down the pipeline. You're like, you know mm-hmm. what? That project is cool enough for me to go out on a limb and try it again, depending mm-hmm. on how shitty of the, the the scale was for working with those projects. Because sometimes sometimes it's just like, you know, if it's at a 10, sometimes it's like a 6, and you're like, I would take a chance, you know, to work with those people again. Mm-hmm. That's facts. I wish we had, I wish we had a gauge at the time, especially even like now, people who are years into the experience, like I wish there was a set kind of guideline as to, how to recognize when a client is being shitty and you need to either sever ties with them or kind of kind of stop the communication and move away from this client. But luckily for our listeners, all few of you, we actually created we, we created a little guideline. We created a fun little guideline of five different ways to identify if you're dealing with a client that you should probably sever ties with or kind of increase your communication so mm-hmm. the you know, the final product is going to be delivered at the best caliber possible. I do. Before we get in into that, I think like a lot of that trial and error that we've gone through Mm -hmm. is totally necessary. But for the people listening, like spend more time up front talking to like spend way more time than you think you need talking about the project to the client. Because that has mm-hmm. definitely, at, at the beginning of my freelance career, I was like, what are we doing? Oh, we're just making this quick promo video? Cool. I'll see, I'll, I'll talk to you when first draft is ready. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. We, let's, like, let's have some discussion briefs and, and figure out what our timelines are, what you actually want to see, what's your vision, like all yada, 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 yada. And get paid for it because that's consultants for the record. It's true, yeah. <laughs> but like the up the upfront being on the same page is way more crucial. Yes. Um, so I would say double right now. I if you're early in your in your freelance career, double the time you're spending talking to the client before the project has even begun. Yes, for you sure. need to know what you guys are making. Uh, and 
you'll also figure out what kind of client through the language that they're speaking if they're going to be a shitty client or they're going to be a good client <laughs> let's jump into it hit us with number one dude number one when clients do not respect your time this is for photo or video or even just for a freaking meeting bro that's anything anything man. they hit you after hours as a new client red flag massive red flag if it comes in more of the form of say it's a shoot if they decide to show up late when a very distinct set time or even meeting time was set and they don't respect that and they show up late red that flag. is a massive red flag red flag and you should also before you do that you must establish that your clock your payment clock is starting on the time that you guys set. If you say four o'clock, you are getting paid from four o'clock, no matter how late the client is. And if you say we're only doing the shoot from four to seven, it ends at seven o'clock. And the client needs to be aware of that because they need to respect you and respect your time. And if they come back and acting shocked that the timer is running from that determined start time, massive red flag. It's, it's just having that uh, foresight too to... to have a communication because if you are running past you know the seven o'clock that you agreed on it's like have that timer or something on your phone and that, and then go to the client and be like hey we're done we can continue for an extra fee but mm -hmm. we are we are done so how would you like us to proceed you know yes yes exactly and that is also something that you could potentially put into your contract these are things that are good to have in writing mm -hmm. Um, if not, make sure that you can protect yourself, though. you Your time is precious. Time is precious. I used to have a boss that would say, do you know what the number one theft in North America is? <laughs> time. Time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Number two. Hit me, Spence. Expecting, I'm just going to say, expecting the um, expecting the photographer or videographer to play producer and creative director. Um, <sighs> what? That's the fucking worst. Oh, yeah. Dude, for for sure. And, and even more, like, I think nowadays people expect one creative to do everything. Everything. And we're talking, like, hiring talent, location scouting, planning the rollout of the content. These are all things that you're not getting paid for when someone says, hey, take my photo. Take the photo of this. Yeah, unless, it's, unless you communicate that, you know? Mm -hmm. You have to make them aware of, like, their extra bullet points on the invoice of, like, if you want, if you want a, a plan rollout calendar uh, and breakdown brief that you should be posting in a social media manager, okay, we we can figure out that for you. But that's gonna cost some money, and that's not in like the the job description of photographer. You know, that's a completely people are just lumping in shit for sure at this just, point. They just expect it. They and which is ridiculous to think you would never. Which is fine for like older older clients right now i think sure but they also need to know that they're paying for that though right up front you mm -hmm. need to know like I, again i've actually been in this situation and i've been okay with doing it but i have to tell them right up front that like look every time that we have this phone call and you're asking for my advice mm -hmm. you're on a timer you are paying me because i'm consulting and you would never just say you're calling your bank to talk mm -hmm. about uh investing into or you're calling your accountant and you're trying to figure out which yeah. stock you want to invest, invest into. Of course. They're going to charge you. Of course. Why is that any different for creatives? Mm -hmm. 
you know we need to get paid for our time equal as much so yeah. location scout sure totally different because we want to create the best product so we want to figure out where it is but that is also someone's full-time job is a location scouter yeah for sure and that's like if you can feel the hesitant 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 hesitance tendency hesitancy yeah hesitancy of the client not really being like well i don't understand why just turn your your video camera into photo mode and take a uh, a photo at the same time that's the worst worst one but like if you can if you can kind of see that's where your head their head is at red flag massive red flag waving (laughs) you can see that one in the distance yeah that's and you can see those that thing too from the pre- communication before the project starts yes all right what's the next one next one's kind of funny uh it didn't come into my mind until i saw a meme about it uh but it all has to do with accountability and (laughs) i'm sure any freelancer has experienced this this exact email hey hope you're well hope your week's been going well I was just hoping that you could resend the download link that has randomly expired from two, two weeks ago of when you sent it. So uh, let me know when you can. <laughs> it takes me 10 seconds to resend it. That's it. Not a big deal. But the fact that you, someone that the client that had set a fucking deadline that mm-hmm. was so tight to meet. And you're not even going to download the product? No, God, please, no, no! That, to me, says, A, the client doesn't really take this shit seriously. B, they made ridiculous expectations for themselves, and they've put all the pressure and stress on me, and I should have charged more, you know? Yeah, not taking taking your time seriously. Yes. Because that's accountability and respecting your time and respecting the project that you guys have both agreed to put your time and energy into we've said it multiple times the best work is collaborative work Mm -hmm. when the vision is uh in uniform and you're both putting in the same energy towards it and then just something small like this to me is a big irks like it just Mm -hmm. it just is annoying it's yeah it's It's a trait because that that little tiny thing it's like wait if i send my invoice are you just gonna lose my you're just going to lose my fucking invoice? Good point. You're just going to forget to pay my... It's a it's a trait that if you're running a business and things are just slipping through your email like that, you're like, oh, I just, I just lost the link. It, it took me so long to get to the link and it was expired. Mm-hmm. Mm, weird. My okay. favorite is when like, oh, we sent out your check in the mail and it, it must have got lost. We'll uh, we'll send you a new one. Yeah. It's like, oh. Heard that one. What if, they, what if they both come at the same time? Can I cash both because y- you took so long? Oh, because you made the mistake? Or did you even make the mistake? Tell me, please. One one little thing before we move on mm-hmm. is, I mean, obviously you still have the final saved. But remember, two is one and one is none. Mm, love that. <laughs> also, there are apps now with uh, invoicing apps where they can set reminders uh, based upon days. I have reminders set seven days before, seven days after mm-hmm. it was due. And then I also have one that sends out a final notice being like, I'm going to charge money more if you don't meet the spoken date. Moving on. Oh, this is fully... This one breaks my fucking heart. If you deliver something and they throw a filter on the photo or the best is sometimes when they 
um, you send them like a, a 16 by 9 and they crop it to 1 by 1 <laughs> or something. Oh, is that they're old or they don't respect your art? It's like, oh man, fuck. This is my question for you. Spence, Van Gogh, original piece, whatever it is, that sunflower piece. Everyone knows that sunflower piece. Say it's going up for $10,000. Okay. If you love it, you're going to buy it. Sure. Once you buy it, are you going to take a paintbrush and paint over top of it? Yes or no? Are you fucking high? (laughs) Why is it any different with a photo? I do not want you to fucking put a Halencia Instagram (laughs) filter over my photo that I spent. Maybe... Dude, it's all about Ludwig. Ludwig's kind of dope, though. I use that secretly. (laughs) Don't... Dude, stop sharing your secrets, man. But why would you do that? I don't want a purple hue when I didn't add a purple hue and I spent, you know, it could have been five minutes, but it could have been 30 minutes. Depends on how much of retouching it did. But like, that is my art. And we agreed upon the vision and you green lighted it. I would much rather the client come to me and say, hey, don't really like the direction of this. Do you mind trying something a little bit different? Mm -hmm. I'd be more than happy to fix it or do something that aligns more with their brand. Just do not throw a filter that changes the entire integrity of the photo. At that point, I don't want my name on it. Don't yeah. even add, don't don't tag me in it because that is no longer my photo. It's ridiculous. I've had, like, in a similar vein, a client take, um, like, a, a low-res master and post it to Instagram because <sighs> they pushed their calendar rollout faster. with it. And they're like, oh, this is final, but I hadn't exported the full... Um, mm. thing for Instagram and so that exact scenario that I was saying like they, she cropped it and I was like this isn't even the right quality you can see that it's low res on Instagram like what the heck man that's so oh that's so bothersome <laughs> it's the little things because yeah it's like just reach out to me and tell me be like hey I, I, we actually pushed our calendar like this and that all things that I I wasn't aware of and most of the times revisions are already included in this contract you're not paying anymore like it's already there you're not like just to ask us just yeah. talk nine times out of ten if someone's like yo just take this filter out i'd be gladly just mm-hmm. easily do it quickly you don't even i don't even have to pay you don't have to pay me and i guess that's another thing too is like you can talk to your to your client completely fine but you also have to look at how your client is communicating with you and how comfortable they are talking with you. Because if they're not, that could be a red flag. Mm-hmm. Last one. Yeah, hit, hit us with the last one. Here. You actually just experienced this literally last week. And it kind of goes it goes hand in hand with a few of them. But it's when your client decides to go ghost. And doesn't green light the final project. <laughs> when they're the ones who set the deadline. They're the one who set the deadline themselves and you literally hand them the finals and you're like, is this good? Are you happy with it? Deadline's tomorrow. And they don't even respond. They're gone. They disappear. So you're like, wait, are we done? Are there revisions to be made? Do you need me to put everything I'm already doing with other jobs aside so I can do this? Like what's happening? What happened to you, Spence? Tell them. Tell I people. mean, the best part is that project's not even wrapped yet. Oh my God. <laughs> See, but the download link is out there, and by the time it gets to it, it it's might be expired. expired. Uh, uh, see, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Accountability. It's everything. And it's simple, too. It's simple. Like, mm-hmm. e- even if, say, they did leave. It's just a heads up. Like, hey, Spencer, you know we're not going to be in the office next week, so if I don't reply, like, just know that 
we will consider what the the last thing final no rush uh send it at your earliest convenience thanks that takes five minutes to like, compose that email yeah and chances are if it is for an office like it's a, if it's say it's a corporate gig there's other people in the office leave another contact yeah yeah, yeah. you have to leave another contact like that is such a, a massive stressor and it leaves us creatives and freelancers being like do we charge more do we mm-hmm. you know like you're now taking away my time but like this isn't within the contract because you can't even you can't even anticipate this happening if everything's moving smoothly and then they just go ghost on you what do you do what do you do what are you doing right now what am i doing about it going ghost mm-hmm. i mean luckily at this stage the project is wrapped so or not not wrapped but like the the finals are out um, so I'm not dealing with it in mid project because that would be an absolute nightmare having that happen. Mm-hmm. And that's somewhere where you need to shift into like, Hey, just so you know, um, it's all about like perception and going back to that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's more about a time, time thing for, for yourself, the actual freelancer of whoever's doing it. For sure. And if they, if the client comes to you and they say they need, you need to be prioritized, the deadline is tight. We need you to do it fast. A, as the freelancer, you need to set the fee and be like, cool, if you need this by X amount of time, you're going to have to charge extra because now you're butting in front of my other projects and other clients. Yeah, you become the priority project. Exactly, the priority project. But if you decide to go ghost within this tight deadline and then you come back while it's already butting into my other projects, you are now causing mad amount of dissonance and you need to <laughs> be made aware of that. The client needs to know that and you need to be able to charge more money. And if they don't understand that, red flag, you need to, <laughs> you need to figure out how this conversation goes or say you decide to resolve it, you need to think about if you want to work with this client again moving forward. This is that's like a hilarious thing to put in your in in a contract is going ghost clause. <laughs> the ghost clause. The ghost clause. Is that funny? That's pretty fucking good though. Because it, it 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 makes sense. Be like, hey, if you decide to go ghost, um, your project will go on halt or or something like this. Is the this you have to there there is it has to be a consequence for it, mm-hmm. and there there really isn't for me at this point because I'm like I don't know how to handle this. Yeah, you know, I'm actually, I'm considering now adding that. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, that's it's perfect. Let's, uh, yeah, like, why don't why don't you walk through um, the big things that is on your contract that obviously that we've been through so many things that you're like, ah, shit, ah, shit. Like the things that we're saying, it's like mm-hmm. that's how you realize what to put on a contract, you know, yeah. like the, the big things that not everybody thinks about. Yeah. And everyone's contract is going to look a little bit different. There, mm-hmm. there probably is an industry industry standard. Yeah. But then uh, you add things like we're saying, you know, yeah, like this ghost class. Exactly. <laughs> ghost class. Yeah. Like in your contract, you should always outline who the client is. So it's, you know, very clear who you're working with. Mm-hmm. One that I always mention is deliverables. I make sure that I state what the deliverables, the deliverables are because Crucial. they need to know what they're getting to. They know what they're paying for and anything that's outside of those parameters, they're paying extra for. Yeah, you need to be able to prove to be like, hey, this is what we agreed upon. I delivered on XYZ and that is what was in the contract. Yes, <laughs> and that also leads to money. You obviously want to put in the contract how much you're getting paid but if what I do, and I think is very important too, is that making clients put down a deposit. So, uh, what percentage? 
majority of the time I ask for 50 up front. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I know. I'm a little aggressive. But then again, my gigs aren't, they're not that high. It depends on obviously when I'm, who I'm working with and mm-hmm. who the client is. But let's say example for a wedding. I'm 100%. I'm asking for 50% up front. And then once the photos are delivered, then you pay me the next 50%. Yeah. yeah and you yeah. have industry standard is 90 days, but I'm, I'm mine 60. Yeah. You, you know, like mine's 30. Wow. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Because people need to respect the time and like know that we're serious about this. And like, if I'm delivering you all of these products at a timely fashion and I'm putting my fucking heart and soul into it, mm-hmm. I deserve to get paid as quickly as possible. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on a wedding or something like that makes to- like I'm committing to the to the day to, to show up. Mm-hmm. So and then I also will add a cancellation clause in there, too. You know, I do give that's a good one. Actually, I give fair amount of time too. like you have seven days to let me know if you need to cancel. That is plenty of time. Plenty. Yeah. More than. So so you have seven days. But if if say they hit you up 48 hours before the event you're paying you're paying 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 the invoice you're paying the what you whatever i discuss in this clause oh okay so it's like x amount it's not the full it's not the full thing no no it's just like there's a percentage okay yeah and like that again that's case by case i decide who it is but like you have to give me seven days you do like that's i plan my entire life that's that's totally fair that's totally fair i also yeah. I put this in my that kind of goes in between the two of those two is that I own the product mm-hmm. until you pay me, you know, like my I have I reserve the rights to these until I am fully paid. Say they want to run off with I deliver and they don't pay me and you reach the expiration date. I now legally have the control to take you to court because you are stealing my property that you have not paid for. You need to. That's a good one. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it helps. <laughs> My sister's a uh, she's a lawyer, so yeah. she made me throw that one in, and it, it it saved me. It saved me for a what the last wedding I shot. That's what happened, and uh, shit. Yeah, you know those bridezillas. I dealt with a groomzilla. <laughs> it was a straight amazing. groomzilla. Yeah. Uh, anything else you would add into your contract? The the little things you experience over time, I guess, are the things to add. Like, because you'll you'll always be in different scenarios than other creatives. So, yeah, it's just about like continuing the trial and error, and don't really beat yourself up too hard about it if if there's like a negative client. But mm-hmm. you know, have the have the courage and the ability to to sacrifice that work if it needs needs to be. If you need to cut off a client or you need to continue to say no to a client like we were saying earlier yeah to just be able and be open to doing that even if the money isn't there yeah honestly like the, at the end of the day you are in this field because you believe in yourself you believe in the product that you're putting out and your capabilities so you need to really stand by it and you need to trust that you know what is best for you and we were talking about this uh, not too long ago but you know sometimes you do take gigs that are not with the best people for money. And like, that is just part of freelancing that like, especially when you're starting out, that's what happens. You take gigs that you don't want, Want that well. but you got to ask yourself the question, is this few hundred dollars worth it? Is it worth your sanity? Is it worth you compromising your mental health, the late nights of work? 
Or can you put that energy and put it towards your own growth, which in return, in the long run, absolutely benefit you and make you just a better person and make you more rested mm-hmm. and therefore leading you to putting out better stuff, better products. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because there will always be more work. And if you mm-hmm. if you can't make the right decisions on the on the small projects that are a few hundred dollars, how do you expect yourself to make the right decisions on the thousands and 10,000 projects, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to start flexing that muscle and you have to start exercising that. You're right as a creative early on to get better at it. Mm, well said. You're right as a creative. Yeah. So if you have these uh, five tips handy, these are great ways for you to identify if you want to keep working with a client or it's a, you know, say they tick off even one of these boxes. That's a great opportunity for you to be very communicative with them and kind of hash out any uh, discrepancies there are in the process you're having with this client for sure and if you're unsure ask us you know we could we could lend a hand yeah maybe this is why we do it we the purpose of this podcast one it's just nice to shoot the shit but really (laughs) what is we are just here to answer the questions that we were asking and had no one to answer it for us yeah whether you're in year one or you're in year 10 in your career these are things that you're always going to come across through the rest of your freelance career and some people address it earlier some people don't and you know it took us a few years to even think about uh sending up to ourselves against these kind of clients so if you just want to chat you want to ask questions let us know where can they find us spence I mean, the really the easiest way is just hit the details of this episode yeah. and <laughs> it'll reveal our Instagrams, which is at Spencer Torek and at Nolan Begley. Yep. Uh, and you can slide into our DMs or thecreativeherd.ca and it's thecreativeherd.ca or .com. And then there's a contact form. Send us an email or like send us a voice note, you know, send us a video, do whatever you want. And uh, yeah, we'll try our best to answer it. At this point, we'll answer it for sure. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just talking about how the quality of the answer. It's oh. like we might not have the right answer, but we'll answer it. There is no right answer. It is sure. a learning process, and you have to learn it yourself. But at least you have people to guide you. And big facts. Yeah. All right. All right. See you next week. Oh, 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 o